Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, my fans. It's Michelle Joy Phelps, and I'm joined now with Demetrius Andrade. Uh, Demetrius, it's good to see you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's nice to see you, too, as well. There you go. <laughs> you looking all bundled up over there. Is it cold? Oh, yeah, it's definitely cold. You know, we've got to keep this body warm. You know, we got to make sure these muscles are nice and loose. <laughs> well, obviously, you have a big fight ahead of you. Hips sink ships, so. Wait, wait, say that again? Loose hips sink ships. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've heard that before. Um, obviously, you have a, a big fight ahead of you this weekend, this Friday against Jason Quigley. Uh, talk to me a bit about it. We haven't had a chance to really catch up about this. I know that his last he last fought Shane Mosley Jr. A lot of people weren't, I guess they were kind of on the fence in regards to like who should have won that fight. Like what did you make of his performance? Uh, you know, I mean, my tweet that night was, I'll be both of them guys with one hand tied behind my back. But um, at the end of the day, I thought, you know, Mosley seemed like he was doing really good in the beginning rounds and, you know, started losing a little focus in later rounds, but it still seemed like, you know, it could have went his way. But it doesn't matter. So either one of them. But um, the point is that Quigley was willing to say, you know, I would fight Demetrius Andrade, and now here we go again. Usually, like with you, you do really well with sort of the banter between you and your opponents. Uh, there hasn't really been much said. I mean, for the most part, Jason has been very respectful, has given you a lot of credit. He's even called you, uh, or, or didn't disagree when called one of the most avoided fighters today. Uh, just overall, do you do you almost wish that you had that sort of uh, engagement back with him to sort of get mentally prepared? Uh, or is is it nothing for you? Oh, no, nah, I'm always going to be mentally prepared. You know, that's why I'm 30 and 0, 18 knockouts, and two divisional world champion because of that reason. Um, listen, you know, some fighters are humble, some fighters are ugly, some fighters are disrespectful. You know, Jason Quigley, he's a 
you know, uh, seem like a respectful person. I'm also a humble, respectful person, but I can, you know, chop at, you know, I know how to, you know, I know how to do that. Yeah. And it just seemed like, um, you know, he, we wouldn't even really have that macho, macho type situation. Like it was me and, um, my last opponent, um, mm -hmm. Smith Williams, you know, mm -hmm. like we had that. And so, you know, it made a rumble. He doesn't seem like he can keep up with it. So it's just <laughs> keep it respectful and, you know, I'm saying may the best man win at the end of the day, but of course I'm coming to put him, put his lights out. <laughs> Do you almost prefer your opponents to trash talk? Yeah, of course. That's what helps sell drama. Unfortunately, that's what every, everything that sells in this world it has to do with drama. So, mm -hmm. some drama. Right. You know, so it's like I, I didn't really can't really find the drama other than you know I'm gonna beat his ass and knock him out. And he's like, oh yeah, Demetrius. Oh, oh yeah, I'm undivided. I'm not saying I'm going to kick his ass, but I'll give him a fight. So you know, it's kind of hard to. Yeah. You know. So you know. So recently, Eddie Hearn stirred up a lot of, you know, got a lot of different opinions on this, but he says that you're the most avoided fighter he has ever promoted. What do you make of him saying that? I mean, you know, if, um, if he's saying that, I guess that's what it is. Or if you watch him and his promotional career and all the fighters he has and who is on top and who's not, who's getting more fights, who's being active and and who is in the line. Look, Joe Spock fighting, what's his name? What is it? Did, well, um, uh, what's his name with a C? Yeah, like that guy is always in the fight. You know what I'm saying? Like he's always in the fight. Spock is always in the fight. Like these guys are always in a fight and it seems yeah. like they're fighting, you know, top quality um, guys all the time. So, I mean, you know, if he's saying that, then that's just what it is. Well, with him also saying that insinuates the fact that you've made offers to pretty much everybody and haven't been given an opportunity. Uh, is, is there any, like, can you confirm any names that you guys have, in fact, attempted to try to make fights against and did not get any sort of, I guess, response back from? Yeah, seen the post, you know, like through the history, the zone, you know, um, Chalo, Derichenko, and Billy Joe, and like the storyline between that is, you know, Billy Joe drugs, um, Sergey Derichenko was like, you know, not like realistic, and then like three weeks, they're like, oh, we finally got room for you on the card. Do you want to fight? And I'm like, yeah, I fight him in like February, March. Give me the opportunity to train not tell me to fight this guy in three weeks time. Right. Like that's unprofessional for me to go in the ring unprofessional and not in the best shape of my life when I was told that there was no room for me on a card. And so that's where that goes. And then, you know, the Chalo situation, you know, because of legal stuff, I can't talk about much debt, but $7 million has been offered to you or your brother. And that's a lot more than what was on the table back then. So like, why not make these fights happen? It's about now, right? Mm -hmm. So let's make these things happen now. And there's a bigger machine and a bigger, broader audience for him and I, for either one of them characters, Triple G, um, Chalo, whatever the champions are. 
Jaime Munguia, as you know, just fought uh, Gabriel Zotto one. He's he's ranked right now number one with the WBO. Is that sort of a fight that interests you, or are you sort of looking more so towards like a, a Charlo or the GGG Murata winner? Like what 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 would be sort of like the, the game plan for you? Should you be successful on Friday? I mean, this whole Munguia thing is like funny. Like, okay, he won. Hey, yeah, hey, he beat Rosado. Oh, wow. Now he's now he's my no. He's been my mandatory for the last three, four years. Mm-hmm. Three, four years he's been my last mandatory, and he refuses to say I want to fight the champion. So that's why I'm fighting Quigley. That's why I'm fighting Luke Keeler. That's why I'm fighting Williams. You know, these people are willing to step up and take the opportunity. Unlike somebody that has. And that is number one to take the opportunity. He refused not to. And then this whole thing about, you know, the questions being asked to him during the fight is like, oh, triple G, triple G. Like, how does he like, how does that even, <laughs> how does that even circulate when you have, that could be done. And then the triple G Mumada thing, I that's like all, that's all me. That has nothing to do with it. But if he wants that opportunity, you have to come this way. To get that. Champion. Not to just go and fight Triple G. Like, that's just like, you know? But it just shows the tail of the tape for behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So to clarify, and I didn't know this, like, Jaime Munguia has had the opportunity to fight you and has declined. I mean, how many times you had that belt for? How yeah. many <laughs> walking in with the, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. How many, how many fights has been? It's been a few times he's been parading mm-hmm. that big round. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, speaking of which, uh, December the twenty. <laughs> I know. Not to, not to like, you know. Of course, I'm looking for the the bigger names, the more whatever. And then when we get the fighters that we're fighting, then everybody's like, oh, but he don't want to fight, so right. we're gonna do what we do that, stay active, do what the Andre show is, and you know, because. Don't get paid if you don't fight. Right. Well, I mean, obviously, that's why I was saying. That... Get paid, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it feels real good. <laughs> well, that's why I was saying, just sort of reiterating what Eddie Hernan said. He wouldn't be saying that. He wouldn't be saying, you are the most avoided fighter he's ever promoted if he has not, in fact, experienced making offers and never getting any responses back to want to face you. So... Um, but yeah, because that, that that question, that question. More money to the scary cats. More money to Triple G. More money to whoever it is to make this shit happen. That's it. If that's what it boils down to, just pay the money. I think it will sell no matter who I get in the ring with when it comes to them characters. Right. Well, we know that the fight that we would like to see happen for you, and I know the fight that you want to see, is uh, Triple G. Now we know that Triple G will be fighting Murata on December 29th on DAZN. What kind of internal conversations have been had amongst like DAZN and, and with Matchroom for you to, you know, I mean, let's be honest. It, I know it's not your fault, but everyone does want to see this fight. Surely there has to be something that can be done to force the fights to happen. I, I can only control control and say yes when it comes to them opportunities of course but is there have you seen any sort of uh is there any feedback from triple g has there ever been any feedback in terms of 
You know, I, I, I don't, you know, spare the labor pains, let me know when the baby's due type situation, you know? At the end of the day, that's what Eddie Hearns is for, that's right. what managers be for, and that's what the zone and matchroom's for, is to do that stuff, is mm -hmm. to make it happen. Mm -hmm. Done deal. The deal is this is what we're presenting. This is it. Here's the proposal. That's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they already know on my side, the answer is yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, lastly, Demetrius, I know that last time I saw you was uh, when you were kind of exchanging words with Canelo. That went viral. And we know that now Canelo has pretty much cleaned out the 168 division. There's talks of him possibly moving up to 175. But then he's also said that, you know, he'd like to stay at 168, but that basically anyone at 160 would have to come up to 168. Is that, a, obviously, that's a fight you're willing to come up and wait for? Yeah, of course. You know I'm saying? We, we, we have been in everything in weight class. But, mm -hmm. you know, listen, Canelo, right? At the end of the day, the incredible thing about Canelo and everything they did with Golden Boy and now he moved on to be where he's at, yo, they have power. How can you, how, the type of power they have is to say, I want to fight everybody at 168. Nobody fight nobody else because these are the people I know I can beat. Let's make it happen. And he set a goal. He made the goal happen with one of the weakest divisions out there, I would say, as far as the top champions. And, like, for me to go and fight him, to go up to 168 is a no-brainer. But mm -hmm. when people ask me, oh, would you go up to 168? What am I going up to 168 for? And what are, who are the characters I'm going to be fighting up there to just give up my belt when I'm having trouble now? How am I going to make that happen then? Right. So the answer is, yeah, of course, I'm going to fight him at any weight class. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter what the weight class is. It's more than just fighting and people like, you know, oh, you know, you know these characters. Okay, they yo, No, I'm coming to fight and hurt and beat you up. That's what I'm coming for. Mm -hmm. Not to talk about how good I am for 21 and no. Not to be like, no, conversations inside that ring of the air, motherfucker, I'm too fast. You can't touch this. Mm -hmm. Hold this. You know? Mm -hmm. That's the type of energy and attitude I have when it comes to fighting guys. When people watch you, I mean, obviously, you're, you're an excellent fighter, and I think that's obviously one of the reasons why you have so much trouble getting an opponent. Do you almost sometimes wish that you, you kind of put on a bad performance and maybe somebody would bite the bait? <laughs> Some of my performance ain't the best. I don't think all my, I was like, you know, I know what I have in store. So sometimes it's like, yeah, this is the type of style that made it happen. Was it the best? Maybe not. Maybe so. But it did the job what I needed to do because it's all about winning. So, but at the end of the day, if, you know, if you want to fight and you're able and you're confident enough to walk around and be like, I'm big bad wolf, well, let's fight then. That's it. Mm -hmm. Well, Demetrius, I really do hope to see you get the fights you want to get. You've been campaigning for them for forever. So, uh... I know black don't crack, but damn. <laughs> damn, damn, fine, fine, but damn, you say no. Oh, you know I like, you know, I like a little wine shit, you know, so you know. You're so silly. Um, well, look, I wish you all the best this weekend. Uh, you and Jason, good guys. I wish you guys may the best man win. Uh, final final prediction for the fight. What can fans expect when they tune on on November 19th? Yeah, I'm coming to, like, you know, make a statement and talk mad shit afterwards. <laughs>
Please do. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Demetrius, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. And uh, hopefully we can speak post-fight. Okay, sounds good. All right, thank you. Have a good one. Okay, ciao. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.